When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 394. The 394th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a creator corner. That's right, I got a couple of creators cornered in this here episode. Uh, creators by the name of Sean Callahan, who you may recognize from a previous episode in the past, because that's how the word previous works. And uh, colorist extraordinaire, might I add, Sean Callahan. And Alex Cometo. Uh, just uh, You'll come to find out, if you haven't already read Junior, an incredible storyteller and artist as well. So, I'm not going to give too much away about this interview. I know that it was uh, fun. <laughs> and I say that you know, eventually maybe you'll understand. Well, you listen through the podcast, you'll understand why I chose that word. Because it really is the, uh, the best word to describe what these guys have to offer, even in their conversations. So, with no further ado, I bring to you Sean Callahan and Alex Cometo. Uh, Sean, Alex, how are you guys? Doing well. That's awesome, man. Sean, welcome back. This is your second yeah. time. We had other things to talk about beforehand. And mm-hmm. well, it's um, be back. yes, yes. Yeah. And when you hinted, what was it, a year and a half ago, maybe even two years ago, podcast <laughs> is getting old, that you had something coming, 
you know i mean you uh throughout the that that time period you just kept sending me stuff and i was like i believe this is gonna happen i, I believe him i i, I really <laughs> yeah. believe this book is gonna happen right and uh i mean i'm i'm holding it in my hands now you, nice. know, you, you made it so yeah. here we are yeah. now we gotta talk sure. about it not sure. about not about something that might be something that is so mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's it's been uh it's been a it's been a long road, but it finally dropped um late December and uh yeah, all the feedback that we've gotten um has been really positive. Um yeah, everybody that reads the book pretty much likes it and that's that's kind of uh when I was writing at a, the sort of a place that I was coming from. Um I had done a couple of other little indie things that were just certainly a little bit more of a hard R rated um a, you know more geared towards adults and this is by no stretch of the imagination a, a kid's book at all but it's it's just got a wider appeal um you know i've um had a lot of uh people of all ages respond really well to the book so it's i think it's classified as 13 and up so nice yeah, yeah but it's been a, a really really positive response so far yeah, that's I'm I'm happy to hear that. I mean, my I, I was telling you guys beforehand, my 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 response is positive. I mean, I, I mean, here we are talking about it. I, <laughs> I it's uh, uh, man, um, before we get too far into the book, though, uh, Sean, we, you've been on before. We've we've dug into your origin story a little bit, mm -hmm. but I, I want to I want to get to know Alex just yeah. a little bit. Um, first off, for the people that go to read your name in the description pronounce your last name for us <laughs> it's uh it's pretty much like it's spelled uh cometo so okay. the, the if i had to spell it phonetically there'd be an a between the k and the m um surprisingly a lot of people have been getting it right lately but when i was a kid my god nobody could ever get it correct it's a it's a little odd uh, i will i will agree but yeah it's, it's pronounced cometo all right, we got that out of the way. Sorry, I know about it. I, just, just for the sake of the listeners, because here's what th there's this thing that happens in comics for some reason where you get these creators that don't really do a whole lot of uh press. So, mm -hmm. like, the, the, the biggest one for me is how the hell do you say Mark Miller's name? Miller, right, is it Miller? Miller? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's <laughs> I mean, so we, we don't, we don't, let's just nip that confusion in the bud before you get all big alex and all right <laughs> <laughs> i do appreciate that so yes it's it's cometo everybody <laughs> right, on, right on um so why comics man what, what what got you into comics to begin with or were you a childhood follower or how, how did that work out i was uh i i i still vividly remember the the first day that my dad took me into a comic book store it was in sacramento california a store that i don't think is around anymore called beyond the pale um you know i i grabbed stuff off of spinner racks and grocery stores when i was a little kid uh but this was the first time he took me to a proper brick and mortar comic book store and i just absolutely fell in love um i have been collecting comics pretty religiously since the age of eight years old um and you know, had always been a fan. I, 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 I probably started taking it seriously as a career pursuit when I hit about twenty-four years yeah. old. 
Um, yeah. What, what, I, what I guess... made you decide that that's what you wanted to do? Because I mean, so that's 16 years of doing it and that are mm -hmm. like be enjoying it. And then, okay, now this is what I want to do. Do you remember what that trigger was? I just, I really love drawing. Um, for for okay. me, that's that's where it, it really all started. Um, I mean, I was a huge fan of, you know, when I was a kid of Todd McFarlane and, and um, all those, those first early image comics and what they did, you know, by breaking off from the big two and making their own books. It was super inspiring. And, um, you know, I was heavily into the X-Men at that point. And I just, you know, I, I collect those cards and start drawing my own versions of them. And, yes. Uh, yeah, you know. It's so funny you say that because that's exactly how I started doodling was collecting the trading cards and then mm -hmm. trying to mimic Jim Lee's art. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's, that's, yeah, that's so. so awesome. And look at Sean look and his set right there showing it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Nostalgia. I love it. Right. This is my complete 1994 uh, or 95. I'm sorry, Flare Ultra set. Yes. Yeah, I've got those yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool, but I dig it, yeah, man. I was just just so inspired by the art, and I just started drawing and drawing and drawing. And um, you know, it was God, the comic industry has changed so much on on quote unquote how to break in. Um, uh, the best way I've heard it described, it, it was by Mark Wade, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said that breaking into the comic book industry is like breaking out of prison. Mm -hmm. um, the, the minute you dig your hole and you find your way, that tunnel closes up and you got, you know, the next person behind you has got to find a different way in. Um, but early on, it was like, you know, go to cons, get critiqued, get better, and then your talents would just get you a job. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which um is not really the way that it works um but i i learned a ton um i'm gonna gonna sound name droppy now but i i brian still jimmy right. palmiotti um those two were huge in in getting my art style just to be more storytelling oriented i like it um uh, at first I had, you know, wonky anatomy and needed to work on things like perspective. And, and that was um, all predominantly self-taught at that point. But once I kind of got the hang of that, I still wasn't getting any offers, but everybody said that my art was pretty good. And I finally went to Brian Stillfries and he was like, well, you can draw, but your storytelling is just garbage. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, oh, okay. And he gave me a lot of pointers and tips Um you know about that backgrounds and, and camera angles and one of the one of the best ones he ever told me was if your character is sitting in a library per se you're going to draw all the books the you know the, the walls will be lined with with books and detailed you might even put some titles in the spine uh, but if your character is running through that library you're not going to draw any of that because nobody, you know, you have to draw the experience was sort of his, his position. And wow. I took a lot of that, you know, a lot of that to heart. And um, yeah, my art started looking a little bit different, but I still wasn't, you know, getting work for higher gigs. Um, I met Sean at mile high. We were, we were both. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Through David. Patron, yep. Patrons of the, of the, the Lakewood store. Nice. 
And um, I had only worked with a colorist once before, but uh, yeah, we just, we just, we met, we clicked, we started uh, doing a lot of pinups and both of us figured, well, you know, we've been going to cons as exhibitors and, and learning things and talking to people and building, you know, um, uh, relationships with a lot of the people that are in the industry, but it's time to kind of move a little farther up. And we figured exhibiting was the next sort of mm-hmm. uh, phase for that. So we started exhibiting and, and selling superhero prints, sort of our spin on it. And um, a lot of the prints gained popularity. I think a Wonder Woman piece that he and I did together, uh, just at, out of memory, I've, I've sold hundreds of copies of that. I still do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's just it's a really powerful piece. It's brilliantly colored, but she's also got <laughs> a, a physique that is unlike. Um, a lot of the way that, that female characters are even still portrayed in the comic book industry. It's a whole lot better than it was in the nineties, but yeah. I tend to draw um, my female heroes to look like they can do everything that they do, you know? So uh, just That's a quick awesome. example of if juniors, you know, running away from a dinosaur at top speeds, she should look athletic. She should look like she's able to do that instead of a, you know, 110 pounds, <laughs> Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret model, which um, is something that I, I sort of started to get noticed for, and um, yeah, so we had some some exhibiting success. Um, but again, from there, we just we weren't. Sean was working um, as a colorist for a lot of Action Lab stuff and a number of other books, but he was looking to. Uh, you know, dig in a little deeper in the industry and I, I hadn't even cracked it. Um, so we said, okay, well, we're, we've been working on all these prints. Let's try working on an actual book. Nice. And right when he said that I had already had the first six pages of junior sort of in my head, really? um, which was just an action scene. I was just like, I was going to put together like a little ash can kind of thing to, to hand out to, uh, you know, editors and, and see if I could get work for hire uh, sort of that way. I wasn't even going to have it lettered or have any dialogue at all. Um, mm. But Sean really liked it. And I, and I quickly said this, we need to give these publishers what they want and what they want is comic books, something they can sell. Yep. And so I was just like, then let's just make a comic book and, and pitch it out there. So, and that's how it all started with this. That, that, yeah. that, that's incredible man and i know that i mean when i had you on before sean it was uh after the success of excuse me local hero right right yeah um i mean being attached to a monty michael moore first original project you know that that's i mean that the, the momentum had to be helpful i would imagine yeah. and especially yeah. incredibly you know confidence building right you know to be able to so but uh what 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 made you and this is the the phrasing of this question is going to sound awful but what made you think that you could go beyond being more than just a colorist in this industry um Um, yeah just my experience with it all i mean like it's got to be scary you know jumping over to another facet of the industry I, mean, I, I uh well at that point i looked at it and i was just like i've made 
I, I was just kind of going through my numbers and just like, cause I keep pretty good books of everything I do. Mm. And I had reached a point where I'd colored well over a thousand pages and professionally. And I was just, I was like, okay, I know how to make a comic book now. I kind of wanted more out of this industry. So that's awesome. No, I, I, I'm honestly not uh, surprised. I don't see more colorists wanting to broaden their, their, Mm -hmm. uh, repertoire if you will uh because i mean that's for the exact reason you said it you you, you've you've seen you've colored so many pages you're one of the last people on it's not like Mm -hmm. yeah i mean so you when you get them are you getting the letters in there too a lot of times so you i mean usually that comes after okay gotcha yeah like they letterist kind of puts puts it puts the final shine on it um okay the storytelling is it to go back to what Alex was saying too? It, it comes from from the creative team for the most Absolutely. part. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. That, so, that, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, that that um, having a, a story that could potentially be told without the letters. I mean, those th- those are the the signs of just great storytelling mm-hmm. uh, on, on both levels. I mean, you know, um, now not to take away from the letter, the letter is easy, easily, yeah. I mean, just as important as mm-hmm. anyone else, but for a team to be able to say, you know what, take a break on this one guy. Like we're going to make this easy. We're going to be able to tell the story without. Yeah. Um, it's DC Hopkins did such a good job for us too. I, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I would definitely and, agree. Yeah. And the dialogue, I mean, the dialogue does so much to to create this relationship. Because, you know, spoiler alert, the first issue has really only got two characters in it. Right. It's Junior, Junior and Walter. And, and I wanted to make them just instantly have that kind of fun brother-sister, you know, naggy, snarky kind of... Um, uh sorry i tipped my phone over everybody's still there <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> just sort of snarky um relationship and and while the the action uh, of the book totally can be followed without the dialogue you're you're not going to get all that character develop excuse me character development without without the words um but yeah, it was it was I, I I came to Sean sort of with this idea, and then we both fleshed it out, and then I I wrote the scripts of the first issue, roughly outlined the rest of the series, and we put it together in a in a very beautiful pitch. Well, uh, Sean Sean did he put it in a nice PDF with the first I think seven pages of the book, um, and, and this, um, early, go ahead. this was early twenty twenty. So yeah, right so the, like, before the pandemic, yeah. Okay. Um. So uh, when when all of that hit, how did that affect your guys's production at that point? Well, not to make light of the pandemic, but it kind of allowed us to move a little quicker on production than uh, we probably normally would have. Yeah. Um, no, that you know, seems I, to be a fairly um, frequent frequent response yeah a lot of creators didn't use it i don't want to say as an excuse but 
as an excuse to you know not produce um but you guys the quality of this book definitely shows that you 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 valued that time and you made the best of it so i appreciate that yeah we've kind of circling back to some of the the influences i was talking about uh, part of what sets junior apart i think visually is that both Sean and I, we look we, our our fandom of the of the industry. Um, we came up at the same time, and so this this junior has the look of a Marvel book. It has the look of a DC book, you know. Or, or and that's not to uh, speak ill of other art styles or any of that. But we we really came to the table kind of wanting to make, um, you know. focus on that style for the arts, uh, make it really accessible. Um, you know, I've, I've not, I've not really had a a super indie style to my work. I've continued to put my own spin on what I think, um, you know, comic books have been for me. And, um, I think people are responding to that. It's a, it's a, you're, I, I appreciate you saying that the, the visually you feel that the quality is there because um, that's something that we really focused on. Yeah. And when yeah. we pitched it, we, we pitched it to almost every independent comic book publisher we could, and we got two acceptance within two yeses 20. within 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So we kind of had to, we did interviews with both and then we kind of just, we went with scout at the end of the day. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you, not to name names or anything, but what were the things that set Scout above whoever the other publisher was? Because um, I've always, I, I'm a big believer in Scout's love for their creators and their respect for yeah. them, and always doing their best to do their best for yeah. the, the creators. But um, I mean, yeah, what, yeah what 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 was it otherwise? They were quickly growing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just announced their Simon and Schuster deal, which was huge. It's, it's yeah. huge. Um, and uh, there was just a lot of stuff happening at Scout, which was exciting. They were breaking a lot of news at the time. Where I mean, I'm trying to remember what it was, <laughs> but it, it was. I remember them announcing the Simon Schuster and going with Lunar too, and so it was expanding on distribution is always something that is going to help publishers yeah, and in turn help the creators. So, and, I, yeah. yeah. And I think, I don't know, just, just the energy we were feeling off of them. They, they kind of seemed more hungry for it. If I'm being honest with you, mm-hmm. nice. Um, you know, they, they really seemed to believe in it. And um, yeah, we're, we're pretty, they just seemed excited, a little bit more excited about it, I guess. Right on. Um, did they uh did they were they the ones that suggested the nonstop format or would you is this a story that initially maybe you preferred to put out as a trade or I mean did you was that even an option before Scout um, brought we, that to the table? We're about the we, only ones that do that. Um, I think right. nonstop format and it was a more financial decision than anything. Um, at, right now we're kind of looking into it because it's last year was a tumultuous year for the industry mm. and there's a pretty long delay on when the um, 
trade paperbacks coming out. So we're we're looking into how we can fill in that gap. So okay, is yeah. it yeah. A, is we, it finished or oh yeah okay <laughs> we, no, i yeah, would imagine yeah. so but uh, yeah we yeah. the when the non-stop release was essentially um for lack of a better word pitched to us because we we did originally we, we completed the series in four issues it was going to be released in single issues um and we were sort of given this nonstop option. And when it was presented to us, it seems like a savvy uh, way to put it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a lot of what went down last year with some uh, supply chain issues with paper and um, hurricane. The, the hurricane that hit, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, to, to get into it a little bit, we had, four delays with this book a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Wow. It's it's no fault to anyone's. It's just like I said, a tumultuous year in the in the um industry. I mean, we started, it was just we needed to get all of it done. And then there was co- a competing title that was pretty similar. So we pushed it to May last year. Mm-hmm. And then um oh and then that pushed it to September. Um and then there was the COVID there printers just didn't have paper. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, that's crazy to yeah. think. Yeah, and then we were gonna have it released at New York Comic Con, which we went to, and this cover here, here, mm-hmm. <laughs> is like a New York mm-hmm. Comic Con exclusive. Um, and as oh, they get, uh, the hurricane hit the printer. <laughs> You're kidding? No, yeah, we 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 yeah. we went to New York and still did a lot of great stuff, but we were kind of, the original plan is that we would go there and it would be essentially sort of a a big uh release day for Junior. Um and that didn't happen because of the hurricane. So, uh in hindsight being 2020, I think we probably would have preferred the series to be released in single issues and we're looking into options. A, up options on sort of simulating that leading up to the trades release but currently yeah we've got a bit of a wait uh october is when the trade is currently slated for release uh, and that's gotcha. when you'll be able to read the whole thing um really yeah we've been about it too because it's it's it only gets better honestly yeah I, yeah that's that's a little as a creator and and the that's a little that's a, been a little frustrating with this release because full disclosure and this is I, I actually would i think i would have loved to have had this information um when i was was breaking in comics take a really long time yeah. um, i i finished the first issue you have in your hand two years ago I mean, if you break down what you guys are definitely artists um, make by the hour in comics. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I think I I think we owe by the end of the day. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I I want the listeners to really put that in perspective. You Mm -hmm. may think initially, wow, that seems expensive, but you break it down by the hour Mm -hmm. with what these artists put into their work. And most of the time, it's minimum fucking wage at best. And in a lot of cases, like I said, it's it's you're almost in the red. 
you're 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 because you've got to pay for your supplies or your Mm -hmm. subscriptions and all of that shit that it you know the means it takes to be an artist so Mm -hmm. i don't know Uh, i'm I'm glad you, you you touched on that because that is something that drives me nuts it absolutely drives me nuts yes sometimes it's a gut punch to be like shit that original art i don't have five grand for that but it'll be this giant city you know huge detailed thing and you think probably took them i don't know 40 hours to paint all that and draw it out and yeah you break that down that's yeah no it's not much it's not much so so it it, so issue one what was it was you know you're you're reading something that's about two years old and we're still very proud of it but but like sean alluded to it does get better you know there i i nothing comes to mind immediately but but the the rigors of a lot of of deadlines i would assume um you can kind of see a lot of books out there that the art style or uh the quality of the of the art tends to get worse throughout a series or a mini series mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, w- w- with no ego, I will say that it, it, it just it keeps getting better. And um, I'm probably more proud of the art that we put together in the fourth issue than I am of the first, taking nothing away from that. So I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated. It's not the right word. I'm just I'm very eager for everybody to finish this story, because if if they really do like the first issue, then, man, they've. They're in for a ride. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there, there is, I I know because of the format that it's, you know, being published in with nonstop, there is an advantage to that in the sense that if there were those delays in between single issues, then there's, it's, it's so much harder for a reader to get back into something in between issues when there's been months of delay um you know that's why books you know come out monthly or bi-weekly or whatever mm-hmm. so say if you guys had two issues out and then the hurricane hit it <laughs> took six months for the third issue to come out sure and then this other book comes out that's similar so you got to push it so now you've got all these gaps, you've got multiple gaps, but at least with this, you just got one gap, be it big, but at the same time, when the second part comes out, you still have that first part in there. So there's no back issuing to have to Mm -hmm. do. So it, it, it is beneficial when those unfortunate circumstances do pop up. But Mm -hmm. I I, I have to ask though, was there ever a point in time with with all of those mishaps where you guys were like fuck it like this this isn't <laughs> supposed to happen with scout or in general or uh well i mean was was there any I mean, be real real discouragement at any point in time well or were you guys I, I, just I, like this is gonna happen and the, the, the chin's always up like what where, where, what was your mind frames that's a really, really good question. And I'm going to dive a little bit into my relationship with Sean. Um, <laughs> we, we're a really good team uh, on, on this, in, in, on this book. Um, I'm the, I'm the writer, the artist, um, the creator. He, he has co-created this book colors. It designs the hell out of it. And that's fine and dandy, but we have, 
been able to prop each other up during this experience. Um, I tend to be a little more reactive and emotional than him. <laughs> so he, he it's has not a surprise to me at all. Like I, I've okay. worked with Sean in the past and he, yeah, no, he's, he's always been a real laid back type of guy. You, you can never mm-hmm. tell when he's frustrated. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it's, so he, it's gotta be nice having someone like that because I'm more from what it sounds like how you are, you're reactive when it comes to that. The, the, yeah, those I, mishaps and everything. Um, yeah, totally. And and I'm 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 professional enough, and I've been doing this long enough that I we we never uh, burned any bridges or ruffled any feathers while a lot of this was going on. I feel I feel like we were both very well behaved, but behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I'm, all the pictures on the wall are hung up for? Is the those those uh hurricane moments where he's like, all right, I, 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 need, to, I need to smash something real quick. <laughs> Oh, it was nothing that bad. But, okay, but yeah, okay. Sean, Sean had to deal with me, uh, you know, being pretty pissed off uh, about a yeah. lot of things. And 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 I guess to, so. To answer your question directly, do we ever really feel like giving up? Uh, not really, but we we were very frustrated. And and the hurricane being sort of the last delay was like, oh god. my, you know, this yeah. is an act of God now that's keeping our mm-hmm. book from hitting the rest. Like, what 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 do we need to do here? Um, and that I think that news came around the same time we found out that there was going to be an 11 month block in between the release of issue one and the entire trade. So, oh, yeah, if we're all being honest here, it, it was definitely a blow. But, you know, you, you keep moving forward. And I think the relationship that we have has been uh really instrumental in uh, navigating a lot of these um, things that I'm sure a lot of other creators have had to gone through as well. You know, I don't, I'm not even trying to say that we were super special or or being targeted or anything like that. It's just, this is just sort of the way that it goes, but Mm -hmm. Sean has been, been great um, with keeping me a little bit more calm and positive when it comes to a lot of it. Speaking of just like, keeping going and not even not giving up like saying fuck it or whatever it, it's we're already on volume two like yeah we're, yes. we're a third of the way through oh. it yeah 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 oh. so it's it's alex has written it all um i'm on coloring now he's drawn at least issue one getting into issue two so it's 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 still going <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like you gotta have really- a for it to be in this industry yeah, you just have to keep going forward. You know, we, when we were in New York, we talked to so many creators. A few of them were a little bit farther ahead. A few of them were, you know, in the exact same boat. And what you you can't help but see is that you just have to keep producing. And, and even mm-hmm. though there are, God, these roadblocks that, yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. There there were there were moments where it was just like, gosh, should I even be doing this? It's like what what. <laughs> But um, you just have well, to keep going, you know, and we're and so we're on to volume two and we've got a couple of other things that we're, you know, working on together. And you just you just got to got to keep going. Got to keep going. And even like getting further into that, like when we were in New York, I was I was talking to David Peppos a little bit mm. um, and he was just he was talking about I told him about our book and he was all excited about it. And he's like, that's great. And, and I was we were talking about some of our frustrations and and everything. And he was just like 
Well, that's just comments, man. (laughs) Pepos is a a great example. And I mean, you dealt with a lot of the same frustrations that Pepos did with, Mm -hmm. you know, dealing with certain publishers that I won't name by name. Not hard to figure out, though. Um, But but, and I mean, now he's Marvel's biggest breakout Mm -hmm. um, writer. They have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Seriously. Well, I mean, you guys are right on that same trajectory. You know, I appreciate that. He he (laughs) he did a, a. Go, who did uh, going to the chapel come out from? I forget who published uh, that. Lab. That was also Action Lab. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, is that like their last good book? Great book, not good book. Great book, great book. <laughs> Sorry. Um, maybe I don't know. I'm trying to. It's been a while since I even thought about them. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, so it's to, to persevere. I mean, because there's and I, I I do these these interviews because there's a lot of other aspiring creators out there that are, are in here to gain perspective and they're going to get their dreams crushed and stomped on trying to do this. Cause I mean, it's you guys, it's, it's, I don't have to tell you, but you, you know, just as well as anyone, this is not easy to do. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what privilege you may have coming into this industry. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be hard. I mean, even if it, just so happens that the production of the book went smoothly as hell and it was easy and there was no mishaps there. Then you Mm got to deal with comic book readers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, that, 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 that's hard. I don't know what it is about, you know, this this industry that's, it's so heavily critiqued in the way it is, but. You got to have a look for it, honestly. Um, Like speaking on both sides of it, I, I like I've been working with Scout all year long last year and this year and like from publishers to creators to the freelance artists they are the hardest working people I know and, and to, to podcasters <laughs> no, I don't know about all that but um <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously like they they work so hard every one of them and it, you have to have a love for it or else you're you're just gonna be demoralized so, and 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 we're just gonna keep making it because we love it and, and that's and, that, and that that's, and that's yeah. i mean I, I i hate to hear that you guys have been through these types of trials but at the same time it's almost a relief for me knowing mm-hmm. that you know to, to hear that there is volume two in production right now um it's you, you you didn't give up and it goes to show that i mean never and, will <laughs> and what, well and, and love for the industry is going and and, and your project and the, mm-hmm. the the your characters and not allowing anything to stop you from wanting to cre- keep creating them is the difference mm-hmm. between a great book and just another book mm-hmm. um i appreciate that it, well it 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 it, it takes love to make a good book and mm-hmm. you know to to be able to like i said still be doing it there's clearly just joy and love that went into every single aspect from cover to cover on this book man and, and i appreciate that uh, the, I, 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 you i've never loved a hippo fucking more in my life <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh, the the, the you, 
the the characters are lovable and at the same time you also see the conflicting sides of them you know they're not perfect either that that, that that's what's awesome i mean they're, they're 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 designed perfectly but they're oh, not these you. perfect characters they they it's yeah Go this ahead. Is, no that we had a, a review uh a youtuber reviewed the book and, and i love the review it was overall very positive but he said something that just made me laugh out loud um he was talking about junior getting thrown from the ship as soon as they hit the planet and he said well i'm not sure junior's very bright but she gets <laughs> she gets he kind of called her stupid which made me laugh a lot it's it's because she's not dumb she's just really impulsive yeah you know that's <laughs> that's something you've got to kind of get from the first issue i i really wanted to to have this this heroine that is not like I love Wonder Woman. I'll collect her till the day that I die, but she's so like flawless and that's part of her yeah. appeal. But like, I, I didn't want that at all. I, I wanted junior to screw up. You know, I, I wanted her hardly to ever get anything right. And it, we, and to have kind of this, this, you know, baby hippo as a Jiminy cricket character for her while we're going through this, this tale was a whole lot of fun. Uh, you know, part of why we didn't give up is because I'm just, I'm still so addicted to manifesting physically something tangible vis-a-vis -vis the art, something that I uh, thought up and that, that, that juice, that drive you get when it's done and you're like, Holy shit. I, that's exactly the way that I had it in my head. It hardly ever happens, but you keep, <laughs> but you keep, you keep pushing and you keep, and you keep, uh, you know, chasing that. And, mm. um, being with Sean on, on this book has been pretty amazing. I, when, when we finally got the, the space scape, right. You know, if you, if you look at the first page of my art, it's, it's nothing for page one. It's a asteroid, a circle for the planet and the, the satellite that she's walking on top. Um, the spacecape behind her is completely him. And uh, it took us a while to get it to, to look the way we wanted it to, but you know, that, that completes the image and that's, that was just so much fun. And that's, <laughs> it's the fun that, that keeps, that keeps you going forward. Hopefully. Yeah. No, not hopefully we're doing it. I mean, like, and, and talking about it a little more too, it, it's, when we started out this, we were just like, okay, I've worked with a lot of people of, of books and a lot of them just have like this mindset of we're making a movie. Oh yeah. TV yep. show. Right. Mm -hmm. And then See, I, and I, I, I just want to pause you for a second okay. right there. Not saying that this couldn't be adapted. This didn't feel like you guys were trying for that because it's, it's, Thank it's, you. it's so hard now to to want to keep continuing with indies because everybody's chasing that and i get it oh, there's yeah. a lot of money and who wouldn't want that who <laughs> wouldn't want that for their book but to me that's going to be the difference of if that ad adaptation happens the difference between it being well received and good compared to just okay they made it and we're going to forget about it 3 weeks after it came out Mm -hmm. you know uh, so uh, 
I don't know when it feel when I feel like it tries too hard. If the thing does happen, it ends up falling flat. <laughs> when it's just this lightning in a bottle, like this is so awesome. This uh, you could tell these people <laughs> love this comic. Comic being the key word there. Comic, not a script, yeah. a fucking comic book. And <laughs> and that was in that was that when I wrote the pitch. Um, that was something Sean and I really wanted to stretch, uh, stretch to stress. Sorry, mm-hmm. was that we're making a comic book to be a comic book, and and like you said, could this be a movie? Yeah, it'd be a dope one. Um, <laughs> should it be a movie? I don't know. It certainly would be an expensive one. I mean, we're talking about a CGI <laughs> I mean, hip, <laughs> CGI hippo, and yeah, fucking dinosaurs, man. Right, like... <laughs> but. You know, we we were just like, let's go for it, man. This is a comic book. You know, I mean, and we explain why there are dinosaurs there. We explain why her name is Junior. We explain a lot of these things. We don't just do things to do them, but we're in, a, in, the, in this glorious medium of comic books. Why the fuck wouldn't we put a dinosaur in this thing? You know, <laughs> why wouldn't we have a glowing, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but, but it, you know, it, it's, mm. we just, we just went for it. It's like, let's, let's not hold back. Let's not worry about, you know, how much CGI this movie would cost if it were one, <laughs> you know, let's, okay. let's, let's make this comic book really cool. And, and that's always been um, where we've come from here. Yeah. And, and our editor said it the best um, and shout out to Andrea. Uh, yep. Shout out. Greatest yeah, editor he, ever. He's amazing. Awesome. I'm working with him. Um, his description of the story is, is like, this is your summer blockbuster too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just action. It's fun. And, and that's, and that's what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's so, just like, you're going to have a fun ride with it. And not that we're making a movie because we're not. <laughs> and and you completed my sentence in a way. It's just like, we, we wanted to make a good comic book and that was our goal. And yep. whatever, whatever yeah. happened. It so, just doesn't, it, hurt that scout so happens to have a deal with the production company but i mean it's just a matter of time before we start seeing the the scout you know on tv and things mm-hmm. like that but once again once that starts happening you're going to be able to tell which books were made to be a comic or which <laughs> stories were made to be a comic and which stories right. were like I said just just a script. So and and that and that's what's going to take away from the people that find the the TV or movie source first because then they're like, oh shit, this was a comic. I want to go back and read this. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a great comic, but <laughs> the, 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 there's going to be a lot of people that on the other end of that coin go to read the past source material and they're like. Oh, 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 okay. No, it's I, I, I see what they did here. This is like the ash can for this movie, you know. It's mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I don't know. I just respect how two new creators, and uh, I don't want to say you're a new creator, Sean, but I mean, you've been doing this for a minute. I mean, it, yeah, as far as coloring goes, but your your foot, your first story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's, it, it's pro status, guys, on on both levels. Oh, it, thank you. It, it really thank you. is. So you the, the 
the future is bright for the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I really wish I could, you know, I mean, because I'm drawing it right now. I wish I could talk more about the second volume and I really can't. But it, it's. It's um, it's another level. We're, yeah, we're, it, it really <laughs> is. We're, we're continuing to push, you know, this one, uh, I think in the pitch we wrote that it, that uh, volume one was a cross between uh, Pixar's Brave and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And that's wow. kind of what it is because uh, you haven't met the rest yeah. of the family yet um but you do and so there's a lot of a lot of family stuff uh, really great character building moments with that and we get uh i, I will spoil this there are some booby traps uh, a lot of rather cool mm-hmm. indiana jones moments um but where we take it into the second volume i don't think anybody's gonna expect it i love mm-hmm. it yeah, we're I love it. it it definitely will still speak to the first volume, but um yeah, it's 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 one hundred percent in the in the world that we've built, but it's still even oh god, I can't wait for people to see it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to read it, man. Seriously, yeah. I can't and I can't wait for other people to 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 pick this up because I, I I this is it's going to be a fun conversation to have with people to talk yeah. about this book. I mean, that's the thing is it's also a conversation piece. Uh, you know, oh, these thanks. characters are good. It's a very intriguing story. You mm-hmm. gave us such a great first, what is it? 22, 24 pages or whatever you get. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it all comes together nicely. God damn. Did you leave us wanting more? That's, that's, that's <laughs> for sure. I knew as well, soon as I, you. after the first couple pages, once you see the dinosaur, I'm like, there's not going to be enough in here for me. Like, <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, it's, it, it's the, it's a great first issue as far as like, you know, telling a full story within 24 pages. I mean, that's the other thing it's not like just this, a setup for a cliffhanger to make you want to buy the rest. I mean, you, it, it, I mean, you would never want it to wrap up right there, but it, sure. it, it just, it's, it circles nicely is what I'm saying. I appreciate uh, that. We, yeah, we, this was sort of my first, I had written a few things, but this is, this is, this is truly the first writing that I've ever really done. And uh, I consulted with a with a screenwriter buddy of mine, and he introduced this idea to me. He calls it hanging lanterns, okay. and I hung I hung about two or three in the first issue. And that basically what what that means is that for the reader, you let them know we're coming back here. Um, there's there's something more to this. I'm going to hang this lantern right here. It's gonna it's gonna put a bright spot. Um, where we want to go and that's something that you can expect us to talk about uh, you know to to circle back again on um and i think i think uh the the big lantern i hung was when she breaks her ankle in half and dude the family uh, scene like the the like dream sequence mm-hmm. and yeah. She, yeah she she passes out she has a lot of images of of well, is that a secret uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember now. I, I think it's pretty obvious it's her mom. Yeah. Um, that, no. No. That she, yeah. Yeah. She I says mom. Been, okay. Great. Because I, I couldn't. I couldn't quite remember that. 
Um, but yeah, so we, we, we bring a lot of the, like I said, we're hinting at some family dynamics that we haven't talked about at all. There's a mysterious figure on the planet. I'm not sure if you caught that. Mm. Um, as, as Junior's crashing, you know, we see one human in the, in the foreground. We don't know who the hell that is. Um, so there's a lantern there. And then all these pink tendrils come out of the ground and heal her leg. And we have no idea why that happens either. So these are, these are the lanterns I hung and, and hopefully they're interesting enough for people to want to keep reading. Yeah, no, I mean, it's there, there's a lot of reasons to want to keep reading with this book besides, you know, the, the, the plot points that you set up um, to me, it goes around to just wanting to know more about the characters. You wanting well, to you. get to know the characters better. Um, it's oh, man, <laughs> Walter, is <laughs> it's, it's good i mean he he's the the guy in the chair if you will that i i, yep. I like to have in my yeah like he's, he's got the <laughs> i don't know i i, I, I don't i don't want to go too far in it because i want the, the the listeners to get to experience i don't who but more so what walter is because he's a force <laughs> i mean yeah. he really is he's the just he commands every single panel and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and Appreciate it's, it. Yeah. Let me give you a quick little background on that because this was Walter's inception was so collaborative. It's pretty funny. So I, um, I think a lot of comic books work when there's narration. I think a lot of comic books work when there's sort of, uh, a dialogue within the lead character, but I just didn't felt like that rang true for this book. And I wanted her to have a partner. I was like, I want, I want dialogue between uh, junior and, and somebody else. And so the original idea is that it would be a droid. Okay. And Sean was like, eh, it's too Star Wars-y, it's overdone. And I appreciated his his <laughs> dismissal of it because I actually don't really like drawing robots anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I have a, a pit bull rescue who's part Sharpay. And um, when she was going to puppy school, uh, the trainer that worked with her called her a baby hippo. Uh-oh. He thought she th- she thought Daisy looked like a baby hippo. And so when Sean said no to the droid and I was kind of searching for this sidekick, my wife was like, just make it a baby hippo. And my knee jerk response was, you're insane. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> nobody is going to read a book with a baby hippo in it. And then about three seconds later, I realized the genius in that. And <laughs> that's how Walter was created. Shout and out to your wife, man. Shout out to, to my wife, Andrea. She was like, make it a baby hippo. And the fact that I think the three of us <laughs> had never seen a talking hippo in a comic in, a, in at least a very long time. I'm sure there's one out there. We were like, yeah, that's weird enough to be great. No, no, it's 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 perfect because it's not a low hanging fruit. Like we've we we've seen a lot of talking things, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, from uh, Jeff the Land Shark, you know, to and right. so on. You know, even even Ira the Talking Eyeball and Metal Shark Bro. I don't know <laughs> but uh, a, a baby hippo, though, like that's 
it's 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 perfect because it's cute but at the same time if you know anything about hippos they're fucking scary oh yeah we play with that a little we do play with that and i and that's one thing i'm i'm most excited for when watching walter develop is i i don't want to say it's predictable but a good writer wouldn't shy away from having a moment where walter gets gnarly at least at one point <laughs> in time so uh, it's i don't know man make making it a hippo it, 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 it's it sets up so much that i don't know it, 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 it's exciting it, it, and on so many levels so uh, it, and I, the name so your <laughs> wife is your editor <laughs> oh no no good call uh so my wife's name is andrea our editor who works with scout his name is andrea okay uh, okay yeah so and all right. so yeah I, I i get the confusion totally all um, right because i mean but... when you're, <laughs> I, I thought you might have just like low-key slipped that in there that you're no, no 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 okay. no no <laughs> right on right on no. sweet well shit you've 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 got a, a couple of uh andrea andrea or Andrea yeah. and Andrea is my wife. Andrea. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It's spelled exactly the same. It's super confusing. I get it. Sometimes I even <laughs> text, I text Sean about it and he doesn't know who I'm talking about. Our editor <laughs> <or> my wife. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, I've always got to parenthetically add it. That, that's, uh, that's, that's so cool. We need man. to start calling him Dr. Andrea. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, that's a pretty good idea. Cause I mean, he has a doctorate. So there's he that. does. He does. Yeah. Shit. He uh he pushed me to make um so Walter and Junior have a really fun adventure in the second issue. It, again, it's pretty. We we find out right out of the and I'm I'm just gonna tease this because the first issue is out. People can read it. So the second issue, we find out why Junior is uh is is being punished to repair that satellite mm-hmm. that she's walking on. We we get to meet. Um, we get a little bit more of a background on sort of the branch of military she's in. Okay, and then and then we f- so we we find out why she's being punished, and then we immediately go back to Junior and Walter trying to make their way um, across this planet, and they've got a a pretty cool run in with a pack of raptors. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we went we went heavy with the dinosaurs for issue two. Um Who but uh love dinosaurs, man. I know it's it seems it really wasn't like a like a Jurassic Park nod. It's just they're just so much fun. I mean, I've liked them since I was, you know, two. So why not why not try it? But and, and all um, our variant cover artists that was like they're like I get to draw a dinosaur. Yeah, everybody <laughs> Yeah, everybody that's drawn Junior other than me draws her next to a dinosaur. It's like, oh it. man, I dig <laughs> it. I dig it. Um, who, who do you have on some of these variants? Who are some of these artists? I got a bunch right here. I can show you. So exactly. we brought we brought uh, Jeff Spokes in, and oh, he's wow. I love him. God, he's I. I, I reached out to him just because I admire him as an artist. Uh, I picked up Aphrodite V. That's one of the one of the, I believe one of the only sequential pieces of of work he's done. It uh, mm-hmm. came out through Top Cow a number of years ago, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Mm-hmm. I'm in love. His line work 
is just brilliant. And he's a pretty good colorist too. I think Sean will agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the, the, those colors, man, they, they, they pop even on like a small screen. Like they, mm-hmm. just, the colors bring out the line work mm-hmm. by almost making it disappear at the same time. I don't know. There, there, there's something very, very unique about that art style or that, that coloring style that, yeah. Oh, he, man. So I reached out to him on Instagram and he replied and was interested. And honestly, he was like, baby hippo dinosaur. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> um, so okay. he was excited to, to work with us. And one of the things, having read Aphrodite V, I, I like Junior's costume design. But and this is another little nod to, to future uh, comic book stars of the industry. My God, please design your costumes simply. Like, <laughs> right just don't don't go so hard because you're gonna have to draw this sucker hundreds of times mm-hmm. like literally and there's even a there's even one goof in the first issue that i that i missed i i failed to draw her shoulder pad um oh i know i'm so so upset about it but you should get um <laughs> but, but for a cover and i took this advice for for the second volume uh moving forward for the cover i was like jeff you are so good at drawing tech and all this stuff like i want you to go absolutely nuts on her costume for this cover i was like just you know keep the shape keep the colors but like go to town and i was like add piping all the cool shit that you do and he just absolutely killed it. He's the first person that drew that drew Junior other than me um, ever. And oh my god, I thought he did such a brilliant job. Um, and yeah, so I I took I said again I, I stole something from him the 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 cover to the first issue of the second volume. I do the exact same thing. I draw yeah. her. I draw a version of her costume that will never be repeated. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I, I just go. I went crazy. I was like, "Let's make the armor look really cool. Let's do all this shit." Because I'm not drawing it over and over again. It's just a much more simplified version on the interiors because it's just hard to remember all that shit. Oh yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Scout does a lot on whatnot right now, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so they've got some whatnot exclusives. This, this one's Kelly Williams. Oh, cool. Oh, that's yeah. pretty rad, man. Yeah, it's like shiny as hell. I know yep. there's some spot foiling going spot on. Spot foil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then this one's Ralph Singh, big old T-Rex. Oh, man. I dig it. And then I dig uh, it. one more that they got, which was a retailer exclusive for Rabbit Comics, which is really cool. Um, nice, man. There. And you can Jeez. see there's like raptors in the like reflection. Oh, the reflection, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was so. Lipway Chang. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways. Nice. Oh, but yeah, everybody. Yeah. Everybody had a lot of fun. Everybody either drew a dinosaur or a baby hippo or both. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, before I let you guys go, I I I have to know more about um the the process of jumping from becoming a colorist into um being more involved with the creative side sean like do, were, were there you want to talk about maybe some of the challenges that may have come up that you didn't expect or uh any anything like that because you, you have been doing it you, you kind of knew what to expect you had the that's what gave you the confidence to go in but um uh, 
were there different kinds of stress? Was the stress the same as far um, as? No, honestly. Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, you know, like part of freelance coloring, you, you get in the, you get in the, in, in the groove, you get in the grind, right? Like, yeah. you, like I've got, I've got 40 pages to do in two months here. Okay. Let's do, let's break this down, <laughs> you know, and you just do it. You put your head yeah. down, read the script and do it. But part of, you know, creating is just like, it's, it's more creative, you know, it's just like, okay, I have input here. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's like, it's not just the colors. It's why is this character here? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, it's like, what does this character need to say? And and things like that. And then Alex and I, through, he wrote it. And that process was very back and forth. Like I, I've, I've found that I'm a very good sounding board for writers in okay. a way where like the, a problem will come and then like I'm very creative in 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 coming up with solutions to that problem. Yes. Yes. And and it's that's and I, I love that aspect of it too. So it it's been um it's been a it's, lot of fun. To... It's so satisfying solving problems, man. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it really is. <laughs> right. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, just things like that droid, you know what I mean? Like um <laughs> be like, no, we don't we don't want more r2d2s in the world like yeah <laughs> if we do that we're star wars and then everyone's gonna say this is just star wars or buff like yep so yeah. it was it was just we needed something different to be different and and uh you know there's a lot of that and so it was it's been a lot of fun too and and now that we're even doing that on volume two like and i'm actually thinking of volume three like <laughs> that's, oh that's awesome it, man yeah just like ideas for that and it's just like I've always been a bit of an idea, man. Like I just <laughs> execution has never been my strong point, but mm -hmm. like ideas are and and um not to get outside of junior a little bit, but I stay tuned. This year is gonna be a big year for me. And, and I believe it, man. I believe yeah. it. I mean I, I I that's that's a big reason why I, I'm wanting to do this this interview early in the year too. Mm -hmm. Like it's the, the the timing of the release of this book is just right because I I I've I've watched your your growth throughout all of this and mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense for you to not carry on with that trajectory and momentum right. and right. so it's I I. I I would have bet money before this interview that I was going to see your name on credited on more things than, mm -hmm. you know, just junior this year. And I, I mean, the same thing goes for you, Alex, man. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like just after the, the first issue of this, I was like, oh man, we're going to be saying these names a lot. That's what we got to figure out how to fucking pronounce it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I really, I, I really appreciate that. And, and yeah, it, it's, it, it is going to be more towards the end of this year, but yeah, get, get ready. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So g going back quickly to the question that you asked Sean, um, I, th I don't want to speak for him, but it, from my perspective, a huge part of making the leap in one word collaboration mm -hmm. um i 
sort of fooled myself into thinking that I could do everything or that I, maybe not <laughs> that I could do that. I had to, I, that's the better way to put it. That's, you know, I'm glad you phrase it that way. That's important. The, the, because the, I was, you know, I was trying to break in the Marvel way. And, 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 and again, you know, you, you're sort of told um, or, or you get the, the general impression that if you've got talent and will, that you're just going to get in there. It's, it's not like that. And, and, and there so, are gatekeepers uh, in this industry too. That 100%. And, and, and part of what cracked the code to get junior out was I think we both just, we, we, we'd known each other for a few years. We developed trust mm-hmm. and we were like, I don't think we're going to be able to do this on our own. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's really why I'm so proud to call him a co-creator because of course he, he, he's the idea man behind a lot of the stuff that you're going to see in the series. But in a very literal sense, this book would not be created without him. Um, mm. And, and, you know, and, and I'm sure he feels the same way about oh, yeah. me. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's collaboration. And, and I understand that there's some horror stories out there of people collaborating and having it not work, but if you know, oh, I mean, I, I, no offense, but writers are prima donnas. Sure. You know? And, and it's, it's funny because I'm not difficult really... to work with. Right. I, I, I am the writer. Don't get me wrong, but I would still call myself a storyteller first. Mm. Um, and what pushed me to become the writer for this is that nobody wanted to hire me as an artist. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that's exactly come up with something. Yeah, that, go ahead. That's, that's what it takes. I mean, it, 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 it's so goddamn admirable too, because you devote your life to the craft of, imagery but you're mm-hmm. so devoted to breaking into it you're like all right fuck it i'll do the other part and see if that works and, sure uh, i mean that's <laughs> but i'm glad i i'm glad i didn't easy. have to do it alone you know I, yes. I i'm really glad um that's that's why it's been so great having sean um with me on this book it, it but it's and don't get me wrong what was it's not that I wasn't getting work as an artist because people thought my work was shit. That's what was so frustrating. It's like, I got to this point where I, the great Ed McGinnis, who I think is a God, I talked to him in Denver, just like maybe three, four years ago before, before junior got printed. And I showed him some stuff. I showed him a Spider-Man sample and he's, he's from the East coast really cool guy i tend to get along with east coast guys at, at cons a little bit more <laughs> because you're just so straightforward and i told i was like ed I, I love you so much please tell me why i'm not working and he said i don't know why you why you're not working that's got to be <laughs> such an amazingly frustrating compliment <laughs> you you put it succinctly um and it was right around then where Sean and I were starting to get pretty fucking frustrated with where we were at in the industry. It was like, okay, here we are. We've clearly got the goods to at least do something, you know, uh, on, on an indie level. And we're not doing it. Like, mm. what the hell do we need to do? And, and again, Sean came up with the idea. He's like, we need to come with a product. We need mm-hmm. to come to the table with a book and not just skills. Mm-hmm. 
And, it's and, not just go ahead. And I remember exactly what I said. And it's honestly good advice for any like new creator out there who's Get looking. your pens out, people. Yeah. Write this is, shit down. <laughs> treat these publishers like a business. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're that's what they are, what and they that's are. how they're going to treat you. They yeah. sure they may be yeah. friendly. Uh, Charlie yeah. Stickney's the nicest fucking guy. Uh, mm-hmm. there is. Um, you know, and for people that don't know, he's one of the co-publishers over at Scout. Um, uh, not anymore, but oh, he, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. He he left last year, but yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, I mean, he he still a professional, and mm-hmm. you could be his friend, but as his friend, if you give him a shit comic, he's you. I mean, he's gonna do what's in the best interest of his career and his reputation and so yeah no you 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 can't you can't use privilege at all and this it helps at times but you also have to have a product to be able to back it up because Mm -hmm. this is in fact a business it's an awesome business it is but that's i I feel like that that aspect of it is so often overlooked when i talk Mm -hmm. to all these people that have these ideas i mean I, I bump into people all the time. You know, I, I have the conversation. I'm in comics. I have a podcaster. I talk to creators. Oh, I've got this idea for a comic book. Mm-hmm. And I talk to him for five minutes and I'm like, this is, sorry, this is never going to happen just because of the way you're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the idea may be good, but you're not approaching this right. And no. yeah, and, it, and yeah. it's really just that. I mean, it's just like, businesses need to make money and they need and they're in the business of selling comic books so you need to approach it as if i've got this great comic book that we can sell together and you could have a great comic book in the world and you can't just approach a publisher like you're you'd be missing out if you didn't do this because then i'm like "Mm." (laughs) you know right no you you approach it like okay i've got this thing that's going to make you money or someone else Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And part of our pitch was that, you know, we, we were like, this is where we want to go with it. And, and look, we pared the idea down. That's junior of course is, is going to get more complicated, complicated and, and the world will grow. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not a dumb, simple comic. However, when we were pitching this thing, we pared the idea down and it's, it was something that was very easily explained within an arc. It was something that seemed very doable. It was not a Game of Thrones level, you know, okay, well, and now on to the, the 32nd different character, you know, where we're <laughs> introducing her cousin. And it's like, no, the, it was very pared down and and uh, approachable. You know, the the whole first issue is is sort of a giant you know temple of doom action scene you know it's one one problem presents itself and the solution to that problem is another problem and Mm -hmm. it just keeps (laughs) going and going and going until probably about the last five pages it stops and you and you start to to catch your breath See a little resolution there for a second. Exactly. And hopefully by the end, the reader's like, okay, I think these guys want to, they're going to go somewhere with this. It's not, it's not just, you know, a Michael Bay movie. We've, we've got Mm -hmm. some, some stuff to to think about here. So yeah, pair, pair your idea down, make it simple and, and approach these publishers like a business. And, and that, 
And knowing the um, industry, that's part of that too. Yep. Probably. Just like pay attention. You know, yeah. I mean, it's if you if you don't have a name, you're not going to make a 40 issue. <laughs> you know, you're not yeah, gonna, you're no just not gonna do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. no no publisher is gonna make money on that if you're not a big name. So you need to all right, four issue miniseries. That's what they want. We're gonna make that. And that's what we made. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um no i i i have the utmost confidence for this book and your well, thank guys' you. careers as creators going forward i i know that it's just a matter of time before we're <laughs> we're talking about even and not not to say that this isn't something big this is just the first big thing and mm-hmm. it's only just going to keep getting bigger so i'm I'm so excited for <laughs> where you guys are going with this. It, is, it really is. It, it, and if I, to me, th- there's, if I can describe a book in one word, if I can get one feeling out of this book um, or any book for that matter, if I, if I can, when in the description, I use this one word one time to me, it's, it, it's the perfect comic and the word is fun. Yeah, I want to have fun <laughs> when I'm reading comics. Um, even and you, you could make any fucking subject fun. It just takes a good creative team to be able to do that. You could take the darkest subject and make it fun in its own way. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it it's it's definitely a talent. Um, and at the same time, you could take a story that on paper just seems like it would be a lot of fun, and then you go to read it, and it feels like homework, right? You know, right. so and that that is not what we get out of Junior. All the way, a hundred percent through, mm-hmm. I am having fun from the moment I realize she's talking to a fucking baby hippo, which is <laughs> page one. All right. the way to the point where she she's being outrun by a dinosaur, and the hippos said, "Well, according to the information I have here, they possibly only ran up to seventeen miles an hour." And, <laughs> I mean, like, it's, like the, just the fact that there's a hippo delivering this information in this scene, where and in the manner in which Walter is delivering the information. She's on the brink of death. She's got a, a T Rex nipping at her ass, uh, and I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's uh, everything about this is just. It was so much fucking fun, and then uh, I, I'm not gonna give my thoughts because I, I could recite the entire issue from front to back. I feel like after one read because it just like I remember the emotions I got from it. And like it's, I don't know, man. You got you absolutely nailed it with this. I cannot wait. The, the, and yet, the fact the fact that I didn't even have to answer ask the question. Volume two is in production. Volume three is floating around in the back of your heads already. Like that's that's exciting stuff, man. It, it well, really is. Brian, thank you so much. That's that is really, you know, out of all the. I think what we have loved the most since its release is is hearing from everybody that's reading it. Um, they're 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 seeing the book. They really are, and and it sounds like you have really seen the book because 
again, I hate, I, I hate to keep going back to this pitch, but it was, it, it was got what, you know, got junior picked up fun was what I was, what we finished the pitch with. We were like, this, this is a fun comic. And um, she's got, she's going to have a little bit of a catchphrase that you're going to, that you're going to see. She mm. says, let's adventure. Fuck and yeah. that's, <laughs> I don't wear it out. It's, it's, it's just sort of a one-off. You gotta, you gotta wait till you get to the last issue, I think, but it's, it's man, she's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you had fun. Cause that's really, really what we were, we're shooting for here. So that, that makes me, that makes my heart happy that you're seeing the book uh, as well as, as, as you are. Yeah, well, it's 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 hard not to, man. Like, <laughs> I, it's I don't know. I I can keep gushing about it and finding different ways to say the same thing over and over. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I, I the thing is, is I think that there's there's going to be a lot of opportunity down the road for us to for for me to gush about the next thing that you guys do. Um, I, 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 I can't great. wait to have you guys back on here because I, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I've got a pretty keen eye for up and comers. You know, I, when I talked to David Peppos, he was in the process of making, going to the chapel. He had, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I just, I, I, I know when someone has the spark in them that's that's not going to die out because they you know it, it is pure love for what they're doing there's no ulterior motive other than bringing joy via comics and that's <laughs> i don't know man well <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of great conversations to come yeah. between the three of us i'm sure of it thank you thank you so much um just for funsies though uh you say you got to know the industry are there certain things you're reading right now that are keeping you guys motivated at all? Or are you guys just pen to paper right oh, yeah. now? Nose in the computer. How, how well, Do you guys get the chance to take a breath and enjoy some stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I still, I still get weekly comics. Nice. Man. Um, let's see. Uh, Jason Aaron just started his. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, the boom book. Are you? <laughs> uh-huh. oh. a, yep. And I look. I I love Aaron, and he's. A, I've met him a few times. He's a really nice guy. But I'll be honest with you. I prefer his non Marvel stuff. Uh, yep. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but Scalped is still probably one of my all time favorite titles ever. Um, whenever he's. Uh, you know, Southern Bastards was also just genius as far as I as I'm concerned. So he's killing that. Um, uh, Stephanie Phillips in is is killing Grim right now. I don't know yep. if you've oh and yep. the the, Gen, no. the Jenny Frizen covers are just my God. She's a yeah. goddess of art. I can't believe what she does. Um, honestly, this is going to sound a little dramatic, but when I was really, really down in the dumps about junior and we were going through a lot of the delays um, out of nowhere, cause there was a delay of its own. Um, a graphic novel put out by dark horse called Kali. Okay. By uh, the art. I'm going to grab it right now. If I don't tip everything over as the arts by Robert Samlin. All right. And I will try to, show you the cover here oh man and the back of it oh man 
is the reverse image. Dude. Highly recommended. He's amazing. And and I I've I've read it. I I tragically I don't I should reread my comic books a whole lot more, but I don't. I've reread that four times. See. <laughs> It's the, like, and, oh, and, that, and that, that's how you know, too, because I'm I, I my my pull list is way too deep, man. There's so many titles I read. But when there's oh, something yeah. that I can go back to in the midst of already being like, oh, like 30 issues behind between the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to pick up this again just because, yeah. you know, that's that's, uh, that's awesome. Cali K-A-L-I for the list. K-A-L-I. It's a, it's a big and it's it's 60 something pages, I think. And, and it was just released just um, as a graphic novel. So it, no, no single issues or anything like that. But um, all I saw was the cover and I pre-ordered it like four to five months in advance, totally forgot about it. It showed up. I read it and I was like, this, this is why I do what I do. Like this. That's that, that, that's inspiring as hell here, especially to, to, to have something like that to pull you through when shit just keeps getting thrown at you. Mm -hmm. To me, that's, that's why comics are so beautiful. You know, they, they, Dude, I don't know how many times I could tell you uh, stories of, uh, and then I read a comic and felt better. It, yep. you know, it's, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are yeah. you reading, Sean? Well, as we were talking beforehand, uh, Alec or, or Brian, that like the babies are keeping me busy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I, uh, so I don't really have a pull list right now, but I do go and pick up trades every now and then. And yeah. Uh, I had this idea kicking in the back of my head and I outlined it and wrote some scripts. And then I, I was like thinking of titles and I came up with the perfect title and cause it's involved in the, the uh, Thorian lore, King Arthur stuff. Okay. And it was once in future was the name. Ah. And, <laughs> oh, and, then I, what and, do you know? and there was once in future. Right. So it's just like, Holy oh, shit. Did, did somebody come up with my idea? Fucking I, Dan Mora. <laughs> yeah. So I picked up the first first volume to see like how close it was to my idea. Not even close. Not even close to the same thing. But it's it's genius. It's like the coolest book I've read in a long time. One yeah. I, admittedly, I'm behind on it, but yeah. I haven't stopped collecting it. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I I I have every issue. I just I, it was. It was only slated to be six issues originally. It was right, supposed yeah. to wrap up after six, and then That's when crazy. it went into, I think, seventh print, seven prints, seven or yeah. maybe even eight prints on issue number yeah. one. I know at least seven because I, I have them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, thirty, thirty issues, That's thirty issues, and yeah, uh, yeah. and they're uh, all amazing and the most metal is shit freaking bro dan like, mora is such a beast kieran and... gillen is <laughs> yeah. such a monster storyteller tamra so. bondulin is i've followed her from yes dude tamra she, she throws down those colors man uh-huh. yeah uh, yeah 
got skills pretty cool on on a strict like popcorn level i gotta be honest with you the alien and predator series that marvels have been putting out have been pretty enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) i'm i mean you read them inside of 10 minutes and it's just i just love being in both of those worlds it's just so much fun like when when they come to the house it's probably the first thing i crack open and i'm like i said you're that's you're in and out of your pile oh not well i mean i still think what uh what what uh I'm probably gonna butcher his last name, but Chip Zadarsky is on oh, Batman yeah. right oh, now. Oh, I think he's yeah. he's doing a really good job there. A daredevil. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but yeah, the the alien and predator. That's that's my. I don't know. I don't know that I would call it a guilty pleasure, but it's just they're just so readable. And but, uh, yeah. yeah, to be, um, you know, basically just just piggybacking off of movie franchises a lot of those books can stink but i think these are pretty good yeah no uh, what uh, the way ed brisson is writing it's, it's brisson right in predator right now right predator, yep and then yeah. uh kennedy kennedy johnson yep. i think yeah yeah but yep. he, my god he's he's working pretty consistently these days too he's got all kinds of other stuff yeah yeah no it's, you, you really wonder like Fuck, this is so good, but he's doing more. How does this <laughs> right. that other shit? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um no, I, 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 it's fun getting to know what other creators get inspired by, or mm-hmm. maybe not even necessarily inspired by, but keep the flame going. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever their your your palate cleansers, even. Right, um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I understand it when there's creators out there. They're like, I don't read anything because I don't want to subconsciously recreate stuff that mm-hmm. I've read. I don't want anybody else's ideas in my head because of blah blah blah. And I, I get that, but I find I find it so much more interesting when creators are also still enjoying the works of their peers. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know, man. It's well. Uh, and- I'm going to say this too, but like working on production design with Scout, like I get to read a lot of new creators books that are coming out and there are some really cool titles coming out in the next couple of months here that I'm so excited for these creators because I love them (laughs) and, um, and their books and their, their, their babies and their projects. Um, and I'm, I'm, yeah, like keep an eye out for some of these new titles that are coming. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, any anytime a, an indie number one comes out, I, I I make sure that I I, I have it on my radar. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple. Just go. just do it. Uh, we wicked ones. Okay. I might be the target audience for it. I don't know. Like I might be <laughs> too. It, it when I started reading that, I was just like, oh my god, I love this, and the art is amazing, and the colors are so vibrant. I love it. Um, Miracle Kingdom really love that book it's awesome clever. it's cool uh what am i missing here i'm gonna uh, I, honestly I'm, I'm well you're gonna miss more yeah. than <laughs> um oh oswald and the star chaser that book's fun it's nice just, yeah that's just that's just a great fun book that's coming out soon uh, it's february actually i think um, sweet yeah <clears throat> i can think of right i'm missing a million because honestly Something that's how it's gonna go man yeah. uh, you, you can't ask me to like hey what would you recommend i mean it, when mm. it's all, i can give you 20 of them like fuck i forgot to recommend this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's gonna be like that it, it was really cool too and i like 
really like working at Scout with like production design because A, I get to see all these books and I get to see them all like rise and, and like I'm loving seeing all the like reviews of Killchella, which is just a fun book too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And um it's but yeah, and, and it's and it's something that's cool too, is like I can go to a con book shop right now, like almost every week I can see a new book that I've touched, which is such like a heartwarming experience yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. i know i've kept you guys so long but i didn't not want to touch on the fact that you know you like describe a little bit about what it means to be a production designer okay yeah it's what i do is i i take the the art that the 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 comics that these these creators have so lovingly put together and I, I set the book up for print and I design a little bit in the, the inner front cover um, okay. and then just kind of put it all together. So, Which yeah. to me is so goddamn important. Uh, to me, it's the <laughs> biggest downfall DC has is they don't have that front cover. This is what the fuck has been going on or yeah. this. Oh, is, yeah. I know. Uh, why, why do they still there's steadfast against that? I don't know why. It's because it's it's a it's a shitty cash grab because you'll read an issue and like it and be like, but I want to know what set this up and there's Mm -hmm. no blurb or anything like that to set it up. So then you got to go through and fucking buy it. You got to find it. And I mean, yeah, sure, you should have gone through and bought it anyway. But at the same time, I mean, it's. I don't know. I just think it's kind of sneaky not to do mm-hmm. that. And a well-designed inside cover page can make or break a book. Right. And totally. Yeah. So I, I'm I mean, uh, too in depth in my back story, but like I have a BFA in graphic design and it's really weird to me that I've gone full circle and, and, and I'm doing graphic design again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, and I designed the logo for Junior and all that. And well, how, how does that feel? I mean, is that um, Dr. Brown? Tell me how that feels. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is it is it uplifting to know that you started out somewhere, went on this big journey, and you're back there, and now you're fucking killing it doing it? Or is there some sort of, like, shit, I just went on this whole circle and... Now I'm back to doing this. So, I mean, how, what's your mindset on that? Part of me is it's a little justification because yes. I graduated in um, 2008, like right at the height of, or in the very beginning of um, the recession. And like, I went through hell, like trying to find a graphic design job. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was, I was in one of like a hundred to interview for an entry-level position with graphic designers who had just gotten fired who had 20 years experience. And like, so I never found any graphic design jobs, so I kind of gave up on it. And so I, it, <clears throat> it justifies that time that I spent making, Fuck you yeah, know, man. in school at Colorado State, becoming and developing the graphic design skills. And then, you know, as I was just kind of figuring out life, comics fell into my lap in a weird way and it was it was a weird way to not to say weird way again but like to um do what i wanted to do with graph design but in a more i'm talking about coloring now um 
more direct way of what I wanted to do, which was to make art and work on the computer doing it. It's awesome, man. <laughs> so now I now it's now it's both. You know what I mean? It's now it's just like my education. It's is getting me somewhere, and I'm making comics. It's got to be so vindicating. To, yeah. To, to because uh, I remember talking to you the 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 first time, and you know, I remember you explaining the experience of um, having your name uh, in Zombie Tramp for the first time, like getting mm-hmm. not on the cover, which I'm still sour about, <laughs> um, and I still talk about that to this day. I don't know why that just burns me so hard, <laughs> but uh, but, you know, I make it a, a point to put every colorist on the cover of every <laughs> scout. Yeah, I know I mean, you would, <laughs> of course you would, as yeah. well as all of them should be. You mm-hmm. know, and you you mentioned something else in our first interview that stuck with me is colorists aren't finishers they're artists Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they deserve just as much credit as i mean there's big a part of the creation in this book at least a good colorist is you know Mm -hmm. because like you like you said alex in the very beginning and like if you were to break down that first panel and to just bare bones it's a few lines driven by color like the, Mm -hmm. the, the the color sets it up i mean it's it is, in fact, an art in itself, not mm-hmm. just a, f- a finisher thing. But um, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. It just burns me that that interview we had, Sean. <laughs> really, it, it 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 seared into my head. Not really. Um, I, I've been an advocate for colorists more than ever because of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but now you say you get to go to a comic book store on any given Wednesday. And if Scout put out a book, you could open that, you know, like the, mm-hmm. a, a piece of that, man. So yeah, yeah. it's got to be vindicating yeah. as shit. It is, <laughs> and, and, and I'm and I'm not trying to steal from the creators who made that book by any means, but like, it's just, I don't think anybody sees it yeah. that way. No, and it, it, uh, it, it's been really good, like meeting so many creators this way too. Honestly, like they're just they're lovely people. I love them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I I'm still doing this four years later. I've interviewed mm-hmm. probably close to 150 different creators over the last four years, and mm-hmm. I mean they're they're my favorite people. You guys are my favorite type of people. You you, <laughs> you, you possess qualities that are so goddamn rare and mm-hmm. in humans. It takes a very special type of person to want to do this thing that doesn't get you rich. It doesn't bring you a lot of fame. Sure, you you famous in small circles. I mean, even the most famous comic book artists uh, on a scales of fame, like ask someone who Todd McFarlane is compared to Brad Pitt. Yeah, you know, like it's it's such a huge gap. Yeah, no, we, we, you we, don't we, get we, into this for anything. Yeah. Other than wanting to bring joy with the things that you love, and I was, I was, you, funny enough, I was kind of thinking about this when we were in New York. Like Alex and I were sitting outside, and I was just like, eh, Sean Gordon Murphy, just like walking by himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like no one's like, well, it's Sean Gordon Murphy, but like I should right. be. You know what I mean? Like I know exactly what you mean. So yes, yeah, no, I mean like, shortly after that, Jim Zub follows up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like that's Jim's up. <laughs> yep. Just, yeah. Yeah. And then you see him on day two after you've already talked, and you're like, oh, that's cool. I just had a conversation with that guy. Yeah, you know, just, and it's uh yeah, no, it 
it's such a fun end. But like I said, it, it it's it, it takes you know a special type of personality to do this, and mm-hmm. that's why I enjoy creators so much. I, I I I've kept you much longer than I anticipated, but this this <laughs> has you. been a lot of fun. Very insightful. God Thank damn, you, we learned boy. so much. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you feel that way. And 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 on on that level, this is it's it's a fantastic industry, and it is it is continually propelled forward and and helped out um, by people like you. So <laughs> I, I I really do appreciate you having us. And um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and I appreciate the support. It means the world. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you, I'll, I'll continue to champion your guys' projects because I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I know that you guys have what it takes to do this. Mm-hmm. Thank it's, you. It's so, and, and you continue to be my favorite podcaster to listen to. Honestly, oh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I love what you do, man. Keep it up, uh, please. Right. Yes, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, much appreciated, guys. Um, it's Wednesday. There's books to read. Uh, <laughs> I let you get back to volume two um i'm so excited for all of this guys um well uh shit you you guys be safe and we'll we'll be in touch uh junior in stores everywhere now issue number Mm -hmm. one watch out for the trade coming soon towards the end of the year so yep and you can get um the scouts comics uh website has it too so yes um social media handles people can follow you guys at you're going to have some new fans, I'm sure. Thank you. Um, at, at Alex Cometto. So it's just, just my name, first and last. Um, you can also follow at Junior Comic Book. Um, that's awesome. a little bit more of the more of the business profile. So all of our appearances and signings and nice. and info on it will be will, will you know be on both. But if you just strictly want to follow the book, that's that's the best way to do it. And then um, Sean is at Callahan Colors. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I might just have to start carrying around my uh, copy of Junior with me on Wednesdays and hoping that I bump into you guys and get some signatures on here. So, uh, <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> it's nice having local talent, man. You guys That's are about right. to We're put in, Denver on the map. I mean, what do we have? We've got J. Scott Campbell, Monty Michael Moore, and now Sean Callahan and Alex Cometo. <laughs> <laughs> Denver's coming up, baby. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, you guys right, be safe, man. It's been a lot of fun. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. Yeah. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. A couple of more creators can be considered cornered. Episode 394 in the books. How about that Sean Callahan and his comeuppance? I don't know. I don't I, I never I don't know how to say that phrase. Coming ups? come come comes up sins no no i think i'm going backwards you get what i'm saying the dude's come a long way since our last interview and oh it's <laughs> it's so exciting to what to watch that success and then getting to know alex for the first time uh that's i'm, I'm gonna be honest not the first time i actually did meet alex and uh sean well obviously not met sean uh, but at a at a con, I got a I got introduced to Alex by Sean. They had a booth set up naturally promoting Junior. So, yes, I I suggest you go out and you you really check out Junior. I, I'm not just hyping this book out up because I know these guys. I I got 
I got plenty of people I could talk to, believe me. Um, however, this book, it just, I don't know, it excited me for Scout again, and it, it was, I said it a million times throughout the show. It's fun. So, if you like fun comics, check out Junior. And, uh, yeah, I think that's gonna, that's gonna about do it for this one. So, um, I guess I will leave you with this. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. I'll talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. Cheers, fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.